The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to uh, the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and anywhere where you find your fine podcast. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. And uh, the Washington... Okay, oh, there we go. The Washington yep. football team. It's the third or fourth time this season I've done it. I've been, I've been surprisingly okay with remembering to call them by, uh, by the new uh, temporary name, or at least we assume, Washington Maybe. football team. Uh, tied for first in the division in the NFC East. Uh, although the Giants hold the tiebreaker, not worried about them for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but the team's in first place after uh, a win over the uh, previously undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Haven't heard from our guy in Vegas, have you? Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, you know, he had, he had promised uh, Ryan Popovich, um, super fan. He had promised us that he would come back on the show because he had no doubts at that particular time that the Steelers would beat the Washington football team. And uh, he was true to his word, but we just, you know, with logistics and, and our time, right, he has to like work for a living and he just couldn't make it. But, you know, we want to dedicate this show to him because he's he a did. stand-up fan. He was going to come up and, 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 and take his whooping like a man, just like the Steelers did. As a matter of fact, <laughs> just like the Steelers did. And I tell you what, it was just like I thought, you know, you can go back and listen to last week's tape. I said it's going to be a physical game and you got to come out there and you got to be ready for, you know, Pittsburgh to push around. I remember you had said, you know, these guys don't hit you late. They hit you maybe a tenth of a second before it's too late. And there were several <laughs> plays where I'm watching them like, oh, that was kind of late. But it's exactly what you said. And by the way, like I said, they, they, they have to be able to take the punch and punch back and get ready for that. And that's exactly what happened. They were, they were punched. They were down uh, early, uh, but they stabilized, uh, uh, didn't lose, uh, you know, heart, didn't lose effort, and, and fought their way back. I mean, Alex Smith sitting there, you get blood coming down his <laughs> leg. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, these dudes are ready for this tonight. And, and they showed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I saw that scene when they did that close-up of Alex's leg, I got on Twitter and I said, hey, is that the good leg? And, right. and people responded and said, no. I said, well, they better check him because I think he's about a court lower <laughs> right about now. <laughs> and and as uh, my daughter and my wife, and since it was a, a, a Monday afternoon game, Stranger Thing, um, you know, the family was here and they said they aren't going to make any attempt to try to stop the bleeding. They're just going to wrap him up and send him back out. Yeah. And what, and what, I mean, you know, they've got the athletic tape and stuff like that, but just from watching on television, it looked like it was just regular duct tape. And it like they're just <laughs> taping it up and, uh, okay, yeah. go back out there. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. Here's a little dirt rub on there too. But yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It was, it was a, uh, it was the want to finally came out of these guys, right? It was, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Steelers are a good team. They're a good team and they're coached very well and it was just now okay truth be told 
they were playing on on like a day and a half's rest, right? You know, because of the COVID rescheduling situation. They they but you know what? They get paid to play. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they get paid. Mm-hmm. It's you know, almost the same as playing on a Sunday than having to play on Thanksgiving, you know. Right. So so yeah, you know, we, we had, you know, two months rest. They had, you know, two days rest, but hey. You know, they don't ask how; they ask how many. So, yeah, it was it was a valiant effort, and and um, you go, we're gonna get into the details, right? But it, the effort didn't look so valiant early on, though. Not to me. No, 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 no. And well, you know, and 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 uh, you talk about effort. I don't know, Kevin. I mean, I think results weren't good early on, but I didn't see a team that was wasn't trying. You know what I mean? I didn't see a team that didn't put forth effort. I didn't see a lot of execution. Um, if that makes any sense, but uh, you know. The, it's almost as if it's it's almost as if with this team it's it's reminiscing uh, reminiscent of the Joe Gibbs teams that were better in the second half that for whatever reason you know if the game wasn't out of hand for the most part in the first half you felt as if they had a chance um, going into halftime to adjust a few things and come out ready to play and this is another example of them just being a second half team uh, they, they played much better in the second half they kept it close Pittsburgh made a few mistakes I think that that going for I think that that fourth and one at the goal line was a mistake they should have kicked yeah. the field goal and got the yeah. points uh, would have been up 10 nothing um, you know I, but at the same time you know they're undefeated you know and and they had the momentum and they were rolling and so you know sure if you're going to gamble I guess gamble there but I, 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 I saw an effort I just saw what I normally see from the team you know just not really good in the first half and come out gangbusters in the second yeah well you got to look into the the adjustments that the, the coaching staffs are, uh, are making uh, during the game thank goodness because some of the things they were calling early on. First, a perfect example. We talked about the the fourth and one that Pittsburgh called it the goal line. The 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 Einstein can see you play where Logan, Tom, Logan Thomas runs up on the center and mm-hmm. they do the inside reverse jet sweep motion and the receiver is supposed to block a defensive end, but he misses. That's, <laughs> that was the utmost of stupidity right there. I mean, I know I don't get paid to coach these guys <laughs> do, but why would you do that? We're just asking you to get a yard. We're not right, asking right. you to turn into a David Copperfield and just you know make the ball disappear <laughs> and magically reappear in 10 yards. It's just one yard. It ain't that complicated, and perhaps I'm being too hard on Mr. Turner, but I just don't think that you do things like that until you establish something. If you establish a, a ground game, maybe you can run some trickeration or something, but but it's like they were just trying to see. It reminded me of the, of the Dallas fake punt. Yeah, it was just out yeah. of desperation, <laughs> and it wasn't at a desperate point of the game. It, it was just we, desperation wasn't in the cause. I don't know what was happening. So if the team survived that, they could survive anything. It was a self-inflicted wound, and we survived it, and we prevailed. <laughs> no, absolutely, and you know, and, and, and a big win. But here, here's the thing that that I, I want to do. I want to make sure that with the optimism, and the fan base should be optimistic. You know, with with the optimism, with the excitement and the win, stay somewhat level headed, you know, stay somewhat because I mean, you know, one of one of one of the issues with the 2012 season was how caught up everyone was. The only difference was the future seemingly looked bright because you had a young quarterback who took the Mm -hmm. league by storm. You had a young running back who took the league by storm and the team uh, rallied and made the playoffs. And then things, you know, shortly uh, crumbled after that. Right, right, right. Let's let's be committed to building. Let's be committed to improving in areas that needs to be improved. 
Let's enjoy wins like this, but let's not pretend or act as if the team has arrived. Am I am I like raining on the parade? You have to be realistic about it, but by the same token, you realistically just beat an undefeated team, right? <laughs> you know, they they now know that they can play with anybody in this league. And and it's a matter of them um Believing in what the coach said, and this was a coach, let's be honest now, this was a, co- a coach that was giving a mis- mixed signals early mm-hmm. in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the the not tying the game up and going into overtime with the Giants, the mm-hmm. the, the uh, going, you know, going for the fourth and 24 against the Browns, you know. They're not calling the timeouts when you need them and can realistically keep yourself in the game exactly. and making comments like, I'm not really trying to win this year. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So you might, when you say you're not trying to win, they might send a mixed message. <laughs> but right. Now, why are we now playing that, the games? <laughs> yes. I think now that everyone is on the same page and they realize winning is better than losing. Yeah, <laughs> you can, yeah absolutely. You can rebuild, you can rebuild, you can readjust, you can um, assess your talent, you can mm-hmm. reorganize, and you can do all that and win at the same time. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. winners do. Absolutely. And that's what they've been doing. And now the Washington football team found themselves in a first place tie with the New York uh, Giants. Um, Here's one thing that I was talking to uh, our mutual friend, uh, Scott Jackson, about um, during the off air, during the postgame show on on the uh, network there for the football team is the fact that, you know, this this. Well, we get to see with the emergence of like a Cam Sims and you see these young running backs and like uh, uh, and Logan Thomas, I think. It, it is really an indirect benefit of having Alex Smith playing quarterback right now and not Dwayne Haskins. The reason being is that when it comes to understanding schemes and understanding a defense, like you don't have to really evaluate Alex Smith healthy. You, you kind of know who he is. You know what he's got. You can then turn your – he allows you to see if these young skill players are any good. He allows you to see – because you don't have to worry too much about him. I think that they spent so much time trying to worry, worry and develop Haskins. If you remember in the beginning of the season, outside of Terry McLaurin – we just didn't know what we had as far as skill players in these positions. But now when you look at it, I'm not saying Cam Sims or either one of the Sims are a good number two receiver, but you got to feel good about your one and your three. You got to feel great about Logan Thomas as a, as a tight end. And these young backs aren't bad, but I don't think you would have been able to see that if Dwayne Haskins was still playing quarterback. If you get what I'm saying, like Alex Smith is allowing you the opportunity to see how good these other guys are because you're not having to worry about and develop that position. Well, I, I disagree with that. I think that it's a matter of the coaches establishing something and then working working with it. I mean, Cam Sims, I recognize him as a talent when he was drafted two years ago. As a, oh, he wasn't drafted, excuse me. He was a, a free agent out of college, out of Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed in the preseason, he would do things that other guys wouldn't do, and that was jump high in the air and catch the ball. He was, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> other guys, they, they just would not do that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, this is what we've been missing. Somebody, I mean, we had Dotson, but, you know, whatever situation prevented him from wanting to do that, it, it just wasn't happening. And and so he was uh, relegated to special teams, got hurt the first game of uh, last year or the mm-hmm. year before that, whatever year he came out it, on the, uh, the first play of the game, uh, the first play of the season. So my thing has always been, if the guys are not producing, 
put some other guys in. And mm-hmm. and every time this kid sales touches is around the ball, he makes something happen. Whether every it's uh, downing mm-hmm. the ball on, on the one yard line, making a, a special teams tackle. And it, to me, it was his effort on the end of the half where he threw the guys off of him and gained 25 more yards. That was all him. It was a, a, a great block by uh, Terry McLaurin at the end of the run, but that was 99.9% Sims. So what I'm saying is, if guys are allowed to put forth that effort, I think we would have seen a lot of this a long time ago. I think if, if Antonio Gibson had been the starting running back from the beginning, the running game would be a lot more developed. You know, we talked about it ourselves. You got to know who the man is. You got to know who your main horse is. And, and the team wasn't doing that. They'd play Gibson some, and, and they play McKissick some. Every once in a while, Peyton Barber would come in and get half a yard. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, so the, the the team was really, and, and you know, I, I say, you know, I'll blame everything on COVID, right? They, they didn't know exactly what they were doing. They didn't know what they had, right? So they had to start somewhere. Um, I think that um, they made mistakes early. I think they made personnel mistakes early. They had Apke starting their safety for some reason. And where was Cam Curl? I didn't know he was right. on the team, right? right? Yeah. You know? yeah. So mm-hmm. so it's not all Alex. The you got to give him credit for being the the, the, the stabilizing force, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if Haskins uh, could have done that, but then if you remember and, but last see, year, I, I feel like that's my point. Like, like, yeah. like the point is like if if we if if we can bring a stabilizing character on offense, like Alex Smith, a vet who we don't have to worry about, or, or at least in our planning and in our preparation and in our mindset developing the quarterback is not even in it you, that that right. that and and that his play then will help you analyze who else do we have on this team because we're not necessarily spending a lot of time analyzing him well you got to look at too how many quarterbacks has a Ron Rivera developed and say Cam Newton and and Cam was pro ready when he got there right that's you know, true number, that's one, right. That's number right. one right so it takes it takes time right and and, and one more uh, point um what does the offensive coordinator do? I mean, he's up there. He sees the plays. I mean, can they, and they, they're in each other's ears. Can he say, hey, if this is not there, go to that? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty. I, I, and I think that maybe, and this goes with what you're saying, maybe it's the fact that Alex has enough tenure, let's say, that mm-hmm. he can ignore the stuff that he's, <laughs> that he's <giving> <laughs> Okay, here's the play they call. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And if it so, works, yeah, who are you as the coordinator yeah. to say, that's not what I called? Like, no, yeah, this yeah, one's right, kind of right. do. <laughs> oh, okay. This one they do like that. <laughs> that's when they grab their head like the helmet's not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't hear you. Can't hear, buddy. Like the uh, the deep, uh, the fat, fabulous catch by Cam Sims, the one on one coverage. They ran that same play to the opposite side of the field earlier to McLaurin, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. So all they did was flip now, whether that was Alex or whether that was a coordinator, it was one of those halftime adjustments that you talked about, right? So I'm 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 happy that he's there. I'm happy that I don't wince quite as much as he goes back you know, when he goes back and he gets hit. He took mm-hmm. a lot of hits uh mm-hmm. the first half of that game. He and did. some some people would say he was holding the ball a little too long, but but you see Every time he gets up, man, it's got to inspire the team. Yeah. Right? You know, like they, they got to look at this dude and say, this dude is playing on one leg and almost died. I got to get up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. every time somebody like I saw, like a, a Brandon Sheriff had to limp off the field, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks out there and see Alex Smith playing. He's mm-hmm. going to have to want to play, right? That's yeah, got to absolutely. inspire these dudes, man. Speaking of having to play and inspiring people, uh, Chase Young, man, I mean, he's he's everything we thought, isn't he? 
Yeah, yeah. He did you everything we hoped he would be. Did you see the little clip where uh, uh, Mike Tomlin talking to him on see, the he side? Said, he said, "I hope we're never as bad to get a guy like yeah, you." Yeah. <laughs> now, see, everybody else would say, "Oh, that shows that he respects." I think that was a dig at Washington. Right? It was. It I was. think that was a definite dig at Washington. They said, "Yeah, man, only reason you were the team because they suck." <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, and Chase finally said, "Thank you." Go, 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 wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I was one of the ones, and I still maintain that if you had swung the deal right, you could have gotten a lot, a lot for that draft pick and you could have mm-hmm. built your team in a lot of different areas. But you would have had to know what you were doing. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not mad at him. I'm yeah. not mad at him. That was a no-lose situation to me. And um, he's showing his, you know, Jokers used to say there's like three key plays in every football game that turn the tide. Mm-hmm. And what I see in Chase Young is he wants to make sure that he's involved <laughs> in all of the plays. He wants to be involved in all of them. That's right. right. That's right. That, right. Goal line, that goal line play, he looked like he was shot out of a cannon. And and you know what? And and we, we got to see some some talent, right? Because um, T.J. Watt is a talent, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, T.J., J.J., and like Mike Thomas said, if you get any more Whites at home, bring them, right? <laughs> you know, he's a talent. You see how he how he can play and how he how his motor is nonstop. And mm-hmm. we got to see the same thing out of Chase Young. His motor is nonstop. I don't. I think they misuse him sometimes because. If you know some plays, they have them, and it worked. Uh, it works for Montez. They had them sort of like hang around the line of scrimmage and, and bat the ball down. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want no, him no. a yeah. quarterback seeking missile. Yeah, that's what we want him to play. Be. Yeah, you go after the quarterback. I yeah, don't want him coming back, back in coverage, and I don't want him hanging around the line. Yeah, find the guy the ball, destroy. You know, right, exactly. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's good. That's something we can you know build a, build upon. There was some uh, um, good play of the defensive line. Although you gotta kind of wonder, Pittsburgh only ran the ball like eight times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't one really, be, especially being up as as they were in the in the uh, you know second quarter and going into the second half. I thought that they would have ran the ball a lot more, but they didn't. Shockingly, yeah, yeah shockingly. But this new offense of Pittsburgh is running like two steps and throw it. <laughs> and they got they got some some talent. They, they, they have some talent, and you don't know where. You don't know where the ball is going. So when they decided that they were going to press cover, I think um, I think that that affected the Steelers a little bit. I, I mm-hmm. think they were hitting, and I think that, that the Steelers, the receivers, got sort of short with the alligator arms after They a were while. dropping a lot of passes. Yeah. This is the second week in a row that they dropped a lot of passes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, they better start running, running the ball or something. But then again, I don't care. You know, uh, I know you're listening, Ryan. I do care what happened to him. Just because I don't care doesn't mean I don't understand, right? I understand what's happening for him, right? So, so yeah, you know, they're, they're still a good team. They're still 11-1. to They're still the number one overall seed in the whatever's mm-hmm. going to be on, in the, this COVID-laden playoff, but Washington went into Pittsburgh and in front of a hostile recording. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and came they, out, they and came came out with play. the win. And, and look, hats, hats off to Dustin, uh, Dustin Hopkins, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dustin Hopkins, because, you know, little, little has been said about this. He's been hurt quite a bit during the year. Okay. And and they had the option of bringing another kicker in and letting him rush. A, gro- a kicker with a groin injury, man. That's, That's like, tough. Mm-hmm. It's like George Clinton said, like a woodpecker with a headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And he came through big. He came through every time he was called upon. Those were not chip shots he was kicking, right? No, every no, one no. Was and, not in, plus, right? and not in great weather either. I mean, right. you know, cold and a little windy. 
Yeah. And he so, nailed it. All right, folks, it's time for your favorite uh, uh, segment, fake news or not. I've got three statements. Kevin's got to let me know whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one, the defense for the Burgundy and Gold, the Washington football team, will finish top six in the league this year overall. Fake news or not? I'm going to say fake news for one reason. Okay. I think that they're not going to be blowing anybody out. Mm-hmm. And and um, so they're, they're going to be close games. So people might not might not like be as conservative against them as as they as they could be. And there's still some flaws, right? I, I think that they're fortunate enough to have enough pressure up front that they're hiding some of the flaws in the secondary. Um, but the guys are still learning and they're eager. So, but top ten. I I don't know. I don't think they're, they're they're devastating yet. I think that that um with you know some experienced guys coming up like Russell Wilson coming up and but that's about it. That's about the best quarterback mm-hmm. they're going to face mm-hmm. uh, coming up. So oh that's close. Wait a minute, I might have changed my answer on this. I might have changed my answer on this one. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. Looking at who they have to face. All right, it's it's yeah. That's top ten. Top ten. That's news. That's okay. News. Top All 10. right. I'm changing that. See, okay. Well, well, I, well, well, well. I, 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 I said yeah. top six. I said top, top six. six. Yeah. Top six. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. Capability. <laughs> top six. I'm looking at the competition. Let me look up. Let me ask Siri. Uh, Washington football team schedule. And and like I say, but I'm asking. I'll tell you. I'm asking. I don't have the stuff memorized. We got. <laughs> we got. Um, we got the Seahawks. We got the 49ers. Okay. Then the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Then the Panthers. Okay. And then the Eagles. Now, oh, we know, yeah. You know, we got in Russ, and, you know, Jalen Hurt is going to start this week with Philly, mm-hmm. so we don't know what we have there. Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. He is. Um, but, you know, let's see what we got there. But so was so yes. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Although built Ben through for over 50 times. Man, the human body isn't designed to throw that many times. No, I don't no, understand it's it. Ridic- I, it's ridiculous. To do I that. don't understand it. You know, kudos to Mike Tomlin for changing I did hear the report that said uh, the offensive coordinator after they met the, the head coach and the offensive coordinator they met talked about changing the scheme and then they talked to Ben about it. They said Ben didn't talk to him for he didn't talk to him for a week because Ben didn't want any part of that, right? You know, mm-hmm. but because Roethlisberger's thing has always been standing tall in the pocket, waiting until the last possible minute to throw the ball, mm-hmm. but now he's been you know chucking it around, right? And you know he's turning into a a, a, a different guy. He's healthy, and um, you know that's why. This team should take a, a lot of pride in, 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 in beating this team. But to go back to your question, yes, they have a great opportunity here, right? Just okay. statistically to, finish, to be to in the top, the top six. Top yes. six. There you go. Yeah. All right. Statement number two in fake news or not, the rebuilding process is ahead of schedule, and this team can be a legit contender next season. Fake news or not. Yes, that is news. That is news. Uh-huh. Depending on the personnel moves they make, um, uh, injury, you know, barring injury, of course, <clears throat> and uh, with the aid of a, of a vaccine <laughs> to bring mm-hmm. some normalcy to what's happening with a mini camp, a, a legit mini camp under their belt. I mean, there's no reason they can't have a mini camp now. They're having like practices and stuff. Right. Right? You know? <laughs> right. why, why can't they? You know, and you know, they're going to get the shots before any of us get them. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, with with uh, with a year under their belt success, 
I, I, I harken back to the 0 and 5 Joe Gibbs team that finished 8 and 8 and, and toward the end of the year, nobody wants to play this, play this okay. team, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what we're trying to establish here, a team that nobody wants to play, you know? So, um, yes, yes, absolutely, a contender, absolutely. I'm, and I'm, not, I'm speaking as a fan and as a well-respected football analyst. There you go. <laughs> and for the last statement of uh, this episode, this uh, episode of uh, Fake News or Not, uh, uh, is, is kind of like a, a question that Coach off the last one we talk about the rebuilding ahead of uh, of uh, ahead of uh, the ahead of, of the time here um uh the project's running early uh going into the off season uh because the team is running ahead of schedule there's no need to evaluate the quarterback position leave alex smith there and build elsewhere fake news or not that's news. That's absolutely okay. news. Okay. Because uh -huh. because it if you're in that position where you don't have to actively go out and search for a position, mm -hmm. that that leaves you with open competition. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's just that'll just make uh, Kyle, that'll make Dwayne, that'll make Alex, all of them better. If mm -hmm. they really want to play, they're gonna have to get better. They have to compete. And so that's a situation that. A lot of teams are going to be envious of, right? They got the future quarterback there, mm -hmm. you know, as long as he keeps his nose clean. And, and um, you know, apparently the biggest thing with him was people didn't like the time he was coming to work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said, whatever, right? You know, he getting an alarm clock, an uh, Uber driver. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I think that's, you know, that's a team. Who else has that situation? I can't think of another team. Everybody else is playing their number one guy. I mean, two is playing. Mm -hmm. Um, um or before he got hurt, Joe Burrow was playing right. Mm -hmm. But the backup, you see now how valuable a good backup is, right? That's a mm -hmm. rare commodity in this league, right? You know, so um, you know, they're healthy. And because of that, they can afford to invest in the offensive line, in the secondary, in the linebacker position. This team is in a good position. So, yeah, absolutely, that's news. That's All news. Right. So we should be more than happy with Alex Smith. There you go, folks, with fake news or not, uh, America's favorite segment on America's favorite uh, football show. Uh, so, Kevin, we look ahead. They go to Arizona to play San Francisco <laughs> this coming <laughs> Sunday. What are your keys? To, what are the keys to winning this game? Okay, but before I get to the keys, I got to bring up one more thing about Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, sure. The brilliant, brilliant play after he got sacked at the end of the first half where he took the ball. Yes. And with him. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's. The benefit of an experienced dude back right. there. Well, and well, and here's the thing. Like the thing is, is that normally the kicking ball is different from the ball they play with anyway. Right. But it added just enough confusion, you know what I mean, to 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 cause them to stop uh, play uh, to get things together. Uh, because normally, you know, you leave the ball there, the ref would pick it up, I guess, and throw it off the sidelines. The sideline would throw another one in, but it right. slowed things down and caused just enough confusion to where Tom had to stop so they can get themselves together. Hey, where's the ball? Where's the ball? And, 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 and not saying that, you know, the referees, you know, were flawed or anything, but there were several instances where the replay <laughs> clearly oh, showed yeah. the ball mm -hmm. should have gone, the call should have gone to Washington's favor. The, mm -hmm. the Logan Tom 
Thomas first down with the balls, <laughs> the ball in his hand. Everybody mm-hmm. in the country said, well, yeah, he's well past the marker. His knee is in the air. It's obvious they got to overturn this. And the rest said, no. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know? I don't care what you're looking at. I said, no, right? So they took it out of the ref's hands, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the ball yeah. Out of the ref's hands, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, now back uh, back to your the, the question you asked. Um, it'll be interesting because... It, in this day of COVID and, and fake fans in the stands, it really doesn't matter where they play. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it does, mm-hmm. it, it's more of a uh, more of a detriment, I think, to uh, the 49ers that, than it is uh, the Burgundy and Gold. Right. But um, you know, the last time, they, it, as long as they don't have uh, uh, Arizona's quarterback there, because he gave a fit. They can play in the, in Arizona, just not with Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as he's not there, right? Because he gave him fit. But I, I'm I'm looking for a um, a physical game. Uh, this is not last year's 49ers. They're not. No, uh, they're not. They don't have the running attack that they did. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is is hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a golden opportunity for these guys if they come in and not not wanting to live off of their last victory. If right. they do that, right. mm-hmm. you know, with the confidence, I think they have every opportunity to uh, do what they have to do in this game. Yeah, absolutely. I think I th- think the same thing. I mean, you know, uh, the same game plan you had against Dallas and, and, and Pittsburgh. I mean, I think, you know, you get physical, establish the run. Um, you know, dink and dunk and take the opportunities to give them a good, healthy dose of Logan Thomas. And on defense, just let, 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 listen, let, let that front line, let Chase Young get after this quarterback. Jimmy G's not playing. Go, go after this dude and make it a very uncomfortable, uh, uh, uh afternoon in the desert for him is, is what I think the, the key is yeah. for winning. You know, the beautiful thing about this, I have, uh, not heard anybody mention Kyle Shanahan's name. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, Yo, yeah, he's genius, irrelevant. Right. right. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I did hear this a couple of people, they were mad because they were slip sliding in the, in the game, uh, the last game in Washington before the announcement went like nine to seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. The mud, but I was know, telling the them the, the way to stop them from doing that is to win the game. Right. <laughs> you know, if we right. win, they're not going to do that, right? So it's, it's not up to us. It's not up to them. That wasn't low class or anything. They won. You know, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. win. We can slide around. They might, you know, get uh, carpet burns off the Astleton, but right. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, once we win, we determine who has the celebration. That's how exactly. that works. That's you just right. win first, then you can celebrate however you want to do it. So, Kevin, That's before right. we close the show, anything else you want to discuss as before we uh, head out? Yeah, you know, we always talk about us because we're our favorite subject on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I just had a little situation during our recording process where um, uh, my my daughter's birthday, middle daughter's birthday is tomorrow, December 10th at the time. Happy birthday we were, to her. Uh, yes, we're Roberta Stanfield, uh, a founder of Scumbags, by the way, if you know, mm-hmm. we can talk about that one time. Um, and my wife, you know, I was going to the store and I said, I'm going to go get Roberta a card. And she said, are you going to get one for me? And I say. No, I don't think I should do that. I think that <laughs> when you give when you give somebody a card, mm-hmm. it should be from the. I, you should read the card and say, "Yeah, this is the thought that I want to convey." And and um, you know, you get the card you want. You can't buy a birthday card from somebody else. And say, "Yeah, I think you should feel this way toward the person." So I don't know if you agree with any of that. She said, "Okay, well, well." Buy one from both of us, right? You know. Okay. And I looked and I didn't see any cars for grown women from mom and dad, right? So mm-hmm. I said, okay, how do I get out of this dilemma? So I did like any self-respecting king of the castle would do. I bought one from both of us, and then I bought another one from just me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Very well done. Another for just me. So yeah, you gotta, you know, it's from the heart. It's from the heart. Yeah, of course. We both is. love you, but I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> Mom didn't even love you enough to go to the store and get a yeah, car. Yeah, right. Remember that. Remember she asked that. me to do it. <laughs> right. Remember that. That's right. There you go, folks. It's another edition of the Federal <laughs> Football Report, uh, where all your fine podcasts can be heard. Be sure to uh, uh, download, subscribe, uh, uh, and uh, send it to friends and 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 uh, grow the base. The show's growing, and uh, we couldn't be more happy about it. Kevin, until next week, uh, I guess go burgundy and go. That's right, as always. 